This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Badwini, and this is your number one stop for all things sports betting. PixPod Week 11 is back. We're ready to, to get into some locks, get into some, some picks, get into money, because that's all we know how to do. Moneyline Max and Lucky Luke, what's going on? Nothing much, you know. You know, another week, another pick, um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling hot. I'm in first place after last week. Yeah, well, Luke did. You are? Yeah, Luke, no, well, he's not in first place first yeah, place, but, Bro, but, but last week, Luke did come in first with a 6-8 and eight record. <laughs> Max okay, came in won. second with with a 5-9, and nine, and I was in third at 4-10. and 10. Another rough week for me. I think I, second, it's, two, it's two consecutive weeks uh, finishing in last place. I got to pick my, pick my shit up if I'm going to be competing, but in the all-time rankings... Not much has changed. Max is still in first place at 70 and 63. I'm right behind him in second at 68 and 65. And Luke is cutting cutting the deficit, moving up to 63 and 70. So yeah. it's getting pretty tight down the stretch here. And uh, we all started off with a W already with the Pats. So kicking the, kicking the week off right, I think Pat 6.5 was like one of the easiest picks so far. I mean, this weekend. I said that was my lock of the week, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, probably. Well, too too bad you didn't say that. So, because <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, Luke, your lock of the week last week was. Uh, oh, rem- remind me what it was. Titans minus three, and the Saints covered mm. like barely by one. Mm. And then what was your your secondary lock of the week? I don't want to talk about it. <clears throat> I, I believe I believe you were pounding the table for Raiders plus two and a half. Am I right? Am I right on that? Derek Carr sold on your boy. Yeah, so yeah. Patrick Mahomes, say. baby. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's let's, uh, let's leave the past in the past and get into a new week of uh, fresh potential picks. All right, what, what do you guys say about that? I'm down. All right. Well, let's kick it off then with Indianapolis Colts at Buffalo Bills. Colts five and five. Bills six and three. Bills are seven point favorites at home. Uh, I think I, I mentioned this to you guys earlier. I, I'm, I already like Colts plus seven a lot. I think this is a great matchup between. Two teams that met in the playoffs last year in the wild card round that came down to the end. I like the Colts to cover a touchdown. I think that spreads pretty, pretty, pretty high for a Colts team that's ripped off a couple, a couple impressive wins in recent weeks. Um, I think the Colts defense will be able to match up well with the Buffalo offense, and the Buffalo defense will be able to match up well with the the Colts offense. And I, I think w- what we're going to get is just a close football game, two AFC contenders, and I, I like the Colts to keep it close, plus seven. I'm rolling Bills minus seven here. That, that Bills defense is a totally different animal, and Carson Wentz is not at the caliber anymore where he can take on a number one defense like that. Bills minus seven. Um, yeah, the Bills do. Uh, the Bills are kind of like like they're really good, but then every week, like every so often, they just have like a really bad game for some reason. I'm hoping that this is not a really bad game because uh, they really should win this game. Uh, I think I'm gonna go minus seven here on the Bills. Yeah, the, the, the Bills here, you know, maybe thought earlier in the season they had the AFC East all locked up, but Patriots are right behind them now with uh, with six wins as well, four losses. So Buffalo still has the division lead, but the Bills play the Patriots next week on Monday Night Football, so that's going to be a really, really fun game, um, very, very even, though I, even though I hate both these teams. <laughs> all right, next up, Baltimore Ravens at Chicago Bears. Ravens sitting at 6-3 and three atop the AFC North Chicago Bears at 3-6. and six. The I want to uh, not, not not the bottom of the NFC North thanks to the Lions, but in third place. Ravens are five and a half point favorites in Chicago. Chicago, the home dogs, and I don't see how you could not take the Ravens here five and a half points, but to win by at least a touchdown. It was announced today that Khalil Mack is going to be out for the season. The Bears' star edge rusher. That's a, a major loss to a Bears defense that's already been struggling as it is all season long. And the, uh, the excuse me, the Ravens are going to be pissed off coming off that loss to the Dolphins, and I think they're going to be itching to prove why they're still one of the best teams in the AFC, and they'll display that with an absolute beatdown of the Chicago Bears at the expense of poor Justin Fields. So, yeah, I'm taking Ravens five and a half. 
No arguments here. Yeah, the Bears' offensive line is not going to be able to contain. And we all know how much the Ravens Ravens defense loves to blitz. Yes. Mm, But, I mean, listen, we all took uh, Ravens over Dolphins, right? We did. Yeah. And I will not be making that same mistake twice. So let me get there. This Let me guy. get Bears here. You, you think the Bears are going to cover the spread against the Ravens, bro? What, what's the spread again? Five and a half points. How did the Bears do last week? They yeah. who did they play last week? By? Oh, no, oh yeah, they they put twenty seven up against the Steelers, dude. This is a lock. Let me get the let me get Bears here. Was that last week? Or were they on by? No, they were on by. Oh, they were. Okay, yeah. Before they put up twenty seven against the Steelers. Two uh, weeks to prepare. Mm. Two weeks to prepare. Give them. Yeah, uh, I I I'm like Bears Forest here. Ravens defense. All right. I I like Bears here. You know I I I rescind my judgmental hums and I'll, 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 uh, I approve of your Bears plus five and a half. Luke, you're sticking with Ravens though. He, uh, the pendulum <laughs> might be swinging now. Oh my goodness. Bears coming off the bye. <laughs> what you you really have that much faith in in Matt Nagy, bro? <laughs> I have zero faith in Matt Nagy. I have faith in Justin Fields. Give me that Bears plus five and a half. Wow. Wow. So I'm riding Ravens by myself, just like I'm riding Colts by myself. You know what? That's just the way I like it. That is just the way I like it. All right. Moving on. At the bottom of the leaderboard. (laughs) I think that's you right now. Really good or really bad. Yeah. yeah, I think think that's uh, that's you, my friend. But anyway. Uh, Detroit Lions at Cleveland Browns. Lions sitting at 0-8-1. <laughs> Cleveland Browns sitting at 5-5, five five, coming off that humiliation in New England last week against the Patriots. Browns are 12.5-point favorites. The Lions are more likely than not not going to have Jared Goff. Uh, Tim Boyle is going to be starting at quarterback for the Lions. That's why the spread's 12.5. And, and I don't really know how you could take the Lions here. I mean, I they, 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 they uh, did me good last week with that tie. They were able to cover the spread. That was one of the only games I picked right. But not here, not in Cleveland, not to this Browns team coming off a loss. And the Baker cycle, uh, it, it's, 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 un, it's un, undefeated, you know. you uh, Basically what happens is uh, you, people talk about you. You get pissed off. You beat up a really shitty team. The following week you get crushed. And then the cycle repeats itself. So people were calling out Baker, and he's probably just going to shit on the Lions because they're just that bad. So I'm taking Browns 12.5. I think it'll be a blowout, and the Lions and Tim Boyle aren't going to look too too uh, too hot in Cleveland on Sunday. Yeah, I think we're at that point in this cycle where the Browns sh- shut up the haters by beating an inferior team. Yes, yes, indeed. And then next week they'll lose. So I'll go Browns minus 13. Yeah, I'm going to just go Browns, too, here. Lions are really bad, man, uh, especially without Jared Goff. Um, yeah, the Lions are really nothing. Um, yeah. <coughs> oh, and Chubb unless... back on fresh legs. Yeah, and Chubb being back, yeah, huge as well. He'll probably run all over the Lions. Yeah. All right, moving on. Houston Texans at Tennessee Titans, an AFC South matchup. Texans 1-8, and eight, Titans 8-2, eight and two, still atop the, uh, the AFC conference as a whole. Titans are nine and a half point favorites at home, and I'm taking the Texans plus nine and a half. And let me tell let me tell you why. The Titans are due for a stinker, okay? They are <laughs> due for a stinker, and I think the Texans and Tyrod Taylor are just the team to walk into Tennessee and put a little put a little scare into the number one seed in the AFC because I it's, the Titans with with Ryan Tannehill and I, like like. I have no doubt Mike Vrabel will get some hyped up for the big games, and this is one I can see him sleepwalking through the first half, uh, waking up in the second and then securing the victory, but leaving the Texans a little life to get that backdoor cover. So I'm taking Texans plus 9.5 here. You know, the Titans are due. They are due. Hmm. Actually, I might hit this in Anyway, yeah, I'll take 9.5. Yeah, I'll do the same. I, I'm going to go Texans here. Um... I think nine, nine is just a lot. Like I don't think Texans are good by any means, but um, I'm not too sure on this game actually. So I'd rather just pick Texans. So I'm like even with you guys. Just cover really the spread. Know. Yeah. So you're you're not even following your gut anymore, Max. You're just gonna just gonna go with the with the, the herd. Bag. No, because this game, like I really have no clue. So just to play it safe, 
this is the game that I'm going to stick with you guys. Okay. All right. Well, it's 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 it's, it's just that pick 'em strategy, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So taking the records into account. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. All right. Next up, Green Bay Packers at Minnesota Vikings, an NFC North rivalry for the ages. Packers eight and two at top of the division. Vikings at four and five in second place, trying to fight for a wild card spot. Packers are one and a half point favorites on the road in Minnesota. Max, no chance for you to follow the herd on this one. What? Wait, what's the uh, the spread again? One and a half points. Packers are favored. Oh, I gotta go with Packers here. I think um, is, is is everyone playing the Packers? Uh, Aaron Jones is out for the next couple weeks, but AJ Aaron. Dillon AJ Dillon's gonna be getting the full workload. Is AJ Dillon a god though? Yes, he is. He's That's uh, why, uh, uh, let me go with the Packers. Yeah. Luke, let me go with yeah. Yeah, I'm go- uh, actually wait. It's in Minnesota, right? Yes, it is. You see, the Vikings do stun the Packers often. Crap. Uh, okay, I won't say often, but they do do it. It happens. They, they did last year, if you guys recall. Dalvin Cook uh, had like a 200-yard, three-touchdown game against uh, the Packers. Yeah. Mm, man, I really don't know about this. So you got to go with the Packers here. Come on now. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I, bro. I really you, you don't you don't bet against Aaron Rodgers, bro. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not betting on this game. I would never bet on this game. But like it, the, the way, bro. Vikings are trash. Why is it so even? Because it's in Minnesota, know. and the Vikings are coming off a pretty quality win against the Chargers. Yeah, well, I mean, because that's because they think that, that the Chargers are are pretty good too, but they're really not. So that means that loss or that win really isn't much. So therefore. Packers gonna win here. Yeah, I'll go with Aaron. Give me that. Give me that Packers. Wait, what? What did you say your spread was? Because I'm looking at minus one. One and a half. One and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Packers one and a half. Aaron Rodgers is the goat, so that's all. I, that's all I gotta say. And the Packers defense has been an on fire in recent weeks, and the Vikings are due for a letdown after a big win because they're the Vikings and they always do that kind of thing. So anyway, moving on. Miami Dolphins at New York Jets. Miami Dolphins at three and seven. Jets at two and seven. Dolphins are three and a half point favorites on the road in MetLife Stadium against my New York Jets. Joe Flacco's getting the start. Mike White, I guess, was so bad last week against the Bills that the Jets decided he's not going to get another chance and they're just going to let Flacco go out there and let it rip. And I'm a homer. I'm taking Jets plus three and a half. I think they can pick up a win here at home against a Dolphins team that might be thinking a little high themselves, coming off a little, a little bit of a two-game two win streak, and the Jets due for a win. These are the kind of games the Jets always win when everyone starts counting them out, and they start some random quarterback like Joe Flacco, and he's just going to have, I think, the game of his life. Uh, I, I, I think the Dolphins' defense is going to be biting a little too hard, and Flacco's going to make him pay. So Jets plus 3.5 is my pick here. Former Super Bowl MVP going to have the game of his life with the New York Jets. <laughs> yep. He is. That, that was hilarious. No, but I'll take the Jets as well, actually. I'll take three and a half. Yeah, I'm after the same. Listen, you know, I'm from the University of Delaware. I see Joe Flacco's building <laughs> and poster every single day. Um, I just know that man's a god, so uh, he's going to win me some money. Let's go. Jets plus three. What, what was Mike White's stat line? 400 yards, three touchdowns? He's going to beat it. Yeah, yeah Flacco's going to have 504 touchdowns. Just letting you know. <laughs> just letting you know. I can see it. I can see it. All right, this one's a bit of a head scratcher. So we got the New Orleans Saints, who are five and four, at the Philadelphia Eagles, who are four and six. Eagles are favored by three points against the Saints here. Um, I don't know if you guys remember towards the end of last season when the Eagles were like, like three and three and nine, and they somehow beat the Saints in Philadelphia. I, that's the only reason why I can think they're they're cool. so they're they're, 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 they're given so much respect here. You know what I mean? It's because Alvin Kamara's out, right? Uh, well, yeah, earlier in the week, the line was one for the Eagles, and then when Kamara got ruled out, it was it was moved to three. But regardless, I'm still taking the Saints plus three points. I think their defense is too good to lose to Jalen Hurts and this Eagles offense that's been on and off. You know, it, it, it's every other week they, they, they're, they look, they're looking impressive or not impressive. And I think the Saints are just too well coached, and Trevor Simeon is actually playing some decent ball right now. So, yeah, I'm going to be taking Saints plus three. Bro, you got some bias against the Eagles, bro. I, I'm I'm going Eagles here. I wow. think the Eagles have been playing pretty well. I mean, that just could be because my, my friend is an Eagles fan. He rubs off on me a little bit. 
But um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Eagles here. The Eagles are coming off a pretty big win against the Broncos. Everyone was counting them out against that game in that game as well, and they ended up blowing them out. It did. Didn't you pick the Broncos? Not I me. Eagles. <laughs> no, I'm saying Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you, I, you I did. I, I, I did pick. Yeah, Max, you picked the Broncos yes. as well. Wait, what? You both. Oh, fuck. I was only going to pick the Eagles. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah, honestly, I think I'll take the Saints. Taking the Saints? Uh, yeah. I, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts this week. Not feeling it. Not this week. Not neither do no, I. I. I think he's gonna get like, clamped up by that Saints defense. <laughs> Max Fan Max team. Listen, bro, my my buddy he's he's always listening to these like Eagles like break that breakdown videos. <laughs> and low keeper, I got some belief in the Eagles this week. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't I'm not seeing it. I, I think the Saints remember what happened last last year and they're gonna be pissed, so there, so. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> Washington football team at Carolina Panthers. Washington's three and six, coming off a big upset win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that nobody saw coming except for Luke apparently. And yes, the Carolina Panthers five and five, coming off a huge upset win against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Wow, I didn't realize both these guys coming off upsets. Panthers are starting Cam Newton at quarterback. You could last He's time. You, last time you could say that was 2018, 2019. I can't remember when Cam left. I think it was 19. Uh, Before they told him to go outside and bite the curb, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> Panthers are three point favorites at home. And uh, yo, Luke, you you uh, you kick this one off. You said it's plus three. Panthers are three point favorites at home over Washington. Give me Cam. Give, Give me Cam. Cam. Give me Cam. Yeah, I'm yeah. with the Panthers. Yeah, a little bit of extra juice on this one because, you know, of course we have Cam Newton playing quarterback for the Panthers, but also on the opposing sideline you got Ron Rivera making his return to Carolina for the first time since he was let go as their head coach. He was the coach that took him to the Super Bowl in 2015. He had been there forever until they decided to uh, start clean. But, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a grudge match. I don't, I don't know about, like, like, bad blood, but it's still, like, you know, it's a pride game. DMC and Cam versus Ron? Yeah. I'm I'm also taking the Panthers minus three. Uh, I I just I, I think Washington's going to be coming down off that off that win from last week, and the the juice that Cam's bringing to this Panthers squad right now is just too much, too much, especially when he's going to be starting. And Chase Young's gone. That's yep. that's no big miss. It's also but facts. Yeah, yeah, I I gotta go Panthers too. I think that Washington win was just like the Buccaneers choking like they do every once in a while. Mm. Like the Buccaneers just like love to choke in the regular season, yeah. and then. I don't know. Maybe they do it on purpose, so then they like come back in the playoffs, and they're like, "Oh, Tom Brady's a go." But, you know, I don't <laughs> even know what happens there. But um, I told you, the Washington was due. Yeah. I, yeah, and, I, and, and now they're due for an ass whooping. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. They're looking for a beat down. All right, San Francisco 49ers <laughs> at Jacksonville Jaguars. Niners are four and five, coming off that impressive win over the Rams last Monday night. Jaguars. Although they didn't win last week, they did keep it close and cover the spread against the Colts. Niners are six and a half point favorites going into Jacksonville. Jags are the home dogs. And I don't see how you couldn't take Niners six and a half to win by at least a touchdown after their performance last week against the Rams, who we all thought was one of the best teams in football. And they were just absolutely playing some smash, smash mouth physical football. And if they can do that to the Rams, they can definitely do that to the Jaguars in consecutive weeks. And I'm taking the Niners six and a half points to win by a t at least a touchdown and get the dub here in uh, in Duval. Yeah, it's going to be a murder. I'm taking Niners. Yeah, six and a half seems a little low for Niners, so I'm not to go for Niners. Yeah, there's a lot of respect for the Jags here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jaguars. Are they a two-game streak or something? No, they lost last week. Oh, yeah, it was a nail-biter. Yeah, they kept it kind of close. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know the Jags. I mean, I guess the Jags beat the Bills. So I but I mean. This one is a pick em. One point spread. Cincinnati Bengals at Las Vegas Raiders. Both these teams at 5-4. and four, uh, Fighting tooth and nail for this AFC wildcard wild card spots. Only three of them to go around. And this game is, is going to have a, a, a pretty big impact on those standings because this gives one team or the other a tiebreaker in those standings. And the Bengals are favored by one point on the road. 
They're coming off a bye. The Raiders are coming off a shellacking by the Kansas City Chiefs last week on primetime. And I don't see how you couldn't take the Bengals here. They just seem like going into the bye, they were on a bit of a skid. They lost to the Jets and the Browns going into the bye. They were they were 5-2, and two, now 5-4. and four. And I think the Bengals are going to be pissed. Ready, they, they've been sitting on sitting on, a, on on those losses, stewing on them for the last two weeks, and they're going to be coming out pissed, play, ready to play some football, and Jamar Chase is going to pick up where he left off in that AFC Rookie of the Year. I don't even know if that's AFC or NFC, but uh, I think it's just Rookie of the Year. And Bengals minus one, that's my pick. Yeah, I'll go with uh, with the Bengals here. I mean, this is a really 50-50 game. Mm. Um, I really don't know, but just the fact that the Raiders, like, just have those the problems with their team. They just have a higher chance of fucking things up. Mm. But I got to go with Bengals here. Yeah, I've, I've been betting on the Raiders way too much this year. <laughs> I was expecting you to go, F*** you guys. <laughs> Lock of the week. Raiders really plus one. Do. They are due. The Raiders are due. But, oh, man, I really wanted to. But, nah, Joe Burrow's a beast. Stud. Joe a beast. Stud. Chase is a beast. Stud. CJ Zama, half a beast. <laughs> I- I'll go with Bengals. Give me Bengals. <laughs> All right. Dallas Cowboys at Kansas City Chiefs. Cowboys 7-2 and two atop the NFC East. Chiefs 6-4 and four atop the AFC West. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home here against uh, a, a really great Cowboys team, one of the best teams they fielded in a couple years. And two-and-a-half-point spread in favor of the Chiefs is kind of iffy. I don't know about that. Um, Max, you take this one. Yeah, this is a, this is a hard game. I mean, I mean, well, first off, I think this will be the best game of the week. Um Cowboys Chiefs, you know they're, they're, that's definitely the best game of the week. Totally. Um, if anything, I would bet the over on this game. I don't know what the over is, but it's got to be high. It's so. probably high, yeah. Uh, it's I would 56. bet the over in this game. Jesus. The Chiefs Cowboys. I have to go with the Cowboys here, um, just because, like, I, I, honestly, I would put the Cowboys offense and Chiefs office same caliber, but I think the Cowboys defense like isn't. So, yeah. I mean, wait, I mean, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. On the, I'll, I'll, I'll probably cut it out. Yeah, might need to bleep that out. Bam, bleep show, Max. Bam, show. Yeah, you can just bleep that out. But anyway, um, I'm going to have to go with Cowboys here. Luke? See, I was looking at it, like, coming, coming into this, I was looking at it, and I was getting ready to say lock of the week, give me the boys. <laughs> I was so ready. But now Amari Cooper has just been ruled out with the vid. So that, that puts a lot of weight on CD's shoulders and a lot less weight on the Chiefs' defense. That's facts. Uh, I mean, Cow- Cowboys still got CD. They still uh, Michael Gallup's coming back this week off of injured reserve. Really? Yeah, he's back. Tim, uh, Give me the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, and the thing with the Chiefs the past couple weeks, yeah, yeah, they've been winning games, but th- they beat the Raiders, who are kind of iffy. They beat the Giants. They beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. And trust me, I, I, I am, I am usually, I am usually number number one Chiefs defender, but I'm gonna ha- also have to go Cowboys plus two and a half as well. I, I don't see how they're not favored in this game. Their defense has been playing great. Their offense has been playing great, and the Chiefs are just too hot and cold. You know, I, I it's. Uh, I, this is the first good opponent they're gonna see in a few. Uh, they're gonna have seen in a few weeks, and I, I just don't think they're gonna be uh, enough for this challenge. So yeah, I'm taking Cowboys plus two and a half. You want to know what else? Mm. Mahomes didn't throw an interception last game. <laughs> he's, he's been throwing like he's been throwing yeah. like two, three a game. So you know what that means? He had like three drop picks last week, though. <laughs> yes, yes. So you you know what that means? He's, he's due. due. He's due. He's due. Damn. Trayvon Diggs has eight and nine games. I'm predicting Mahomes throws three picks. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a blowout. I'm I'm sure Diggs will get a pick, but he'll also he also give up like an 80 yard touchdown to Tyreek, probably as well. Oh yeah, 100 percent no doubt. <laughs> but he'll he'll get that slant interception on like yeah. Pringle. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sunday night football: Arizona Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks. Cardinals eight and two. Seahawks at a struggling three and six. Cardinals are one-and-a-half-point favorites in Seattle. I think that line is so small because Kyler is still questionable. D-Hop has been ruled out, though. So even if Kyler does go, he's not going to have his number one target. 
Um, but even even so, I, I don't know how you couldn't take Cardinals one and a half here. The Seahawks have been playing some really bad ball recently. Even with Russell Wilson coming back last weekend against the Packers, they were shut out for the first time in Russell Wilson's career as a Seattle Seahawk. And Cardinals defense, they, they, they laid an egg last week against Cam Newton and the Panthers, but I think that that was more of a... More of an anomaly, and not not like how they actually play on a on a consistent basis. So I'm taking the Cardinals in a get right game here. Uh, in fact, I might make Cardinals one and a half my lock of the week. Oh, that, that's how confident I am in this uh, really? this spread. Only one and a half points. Like you're telling me the Cardinals aren't going to be able to be able to beat the Seahawks by a touchdown. Like really? Yeah, this is. Cur- I'm looking at plus one ten Seahawks money line. That's that's insane. Uh, I don't think Tyler's going to play with this. Like. I think Vegas knows that Tyler's not going to play. I think I think he is. I think the the Cardinals are actually a bit. Uh, they're feeling a little pressure right now after because the, they they were first place in the NFC, but with that loss to the Packers, they they moved bit moved down to second. So I think they they realize they need to start winning games, and even if Kyler's not 100, percent he's still a fantastic quarterback, and I'm I'm taking the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to take the Cardinals as well, and uh, expect like like I I just saw Shefty posted. Um, Chris Carson's having season-ending neck surgery. Indeed, like that's rough. That's a crushing blow to the seat. The morale's going to be low. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with the carbs. All right, listen here, bro. Kyler, no Kyler, fucking, um, fucking, <laughs> what's his fucking name? D Hop, no D Hop. Seahawks are still winning this goddamn game, bro. Oh let, let me tell you God. why. Let me tell you why. Bro. <laughs> listen, I understand. I understand the Seahawks up last week listen this is russell's first week that or first first time back adjusting to his new finger this man got a whole new finger bro it's bionic and he's you know he's he's still's got to you know he still has to he had a new finger last yeah. week too bro listen he was he was breaking it in bro clearly. he was breaking it in, bro. he still has to calibrate it okay so this week um i think he's gonna destroy it. i mean listen it's a um divisional matchup so definitely gonna be a lot closer than than you know than you think and um you know the Cardinals fucking are, are are also fucking up. You know they're they're not perfect. So uh, I mean, listen, the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, with with Chris Carson being out, that is really tough. I think Seahawks might be fucked for this season. But I mean, next season we're good. But this season, um, <laughs> this season might be a little fucked. But for this game, Seahawks all the way. That first round pick looking geez. I respect I respect the homer mentality, Max. I I I can't call you out for that because I'm 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 a sucker as well for picking my team. But I, 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 if the spread was a little bit bigger, like I thought it would at least be a touchdown, and then maybe I'd take the Seahawks. But I, with it just being two points, like I, like how did that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, bro. I mean, we, listen, we I, I, mean, I mean, Alex Collins is not that bad of a running back either. Yeah. You know, Cardinals are like num- like number two, number three against the run. I mean, defenses. Their defense is nice. You know, they get exposed. Apparently, not the Panthers, bro. <laughs> They did get exposed by PJ Walker. I don't, I don't know what happened there, but and Cam, bro, even Cam, fucking old ass, fucking Cam was able to run it in on him. Like... <laughs> okay, right. right, last game, last game of the weekend, Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh Steelers at Los Angeles Chargers. Steelers five four and one, thanks to that tie last week with the Lions. Chargers five and four, sitting at one of those wild card spots. Pretty Chargers are six point favorites at home here. And uh, I, 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 usually I, I'm, I'm always all in with the Chargers. They screwed me last week, and I'm taking they the screwed sp- you the week before. No, they didn't. They, they covered, they, the, they covered the spread against the Eagles. They did not screw me the week before. I'm taking Steelers plus six because even without TJ Watt, who is not going to be playing this game, I still think the Steelers. This is what they do. Like, like they play down to the to the to level of the competition of their opponent, like the week before, and they and then everyone expects them to, to be dog shit the next week, and they come out and be competitive. I'm not picking them to win this game, but I am picking them to cover by six points against a Chargers team that has been kind of iffy the last couple weeks. I, I don't know what's wrong with them right now. I, I think I don't know if the if the offensive coaching staff is is doing something new that Herbert doesn't like or Herbert is just having a bit of a funk right now. But I, I like the Steelers to keep it close even without TJ Watt. I think they'll still find a way to be able to generate pressure and uh, and keep it close. So I'm taking Steelers plus six. Is Minka not playing either? Minka is also out with uh, with COVID. Yes. Mm. 
But uh, Joey's not playing. He's out with a... Yeah, jo- Joey Bosa is also out with COVID. Oh, wow. That's yes. Well. Yes. Yeah, give me the Steelers. I'm the biggest Chargers hater there is. I'll, I'll never take their spread unless they're playing the Jets. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Didn't have to add that dig in there, but all right. I, I'm a Jets fan. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to dig. Yeah, let me um, let me take the Steelers here too. Um, Steelers, they played. I mean, they won their game against the Bears with 30 points. I was surprised they even put up 30. Then the next week they won't put up sixteen. Actually, mm. they tied the Lions. That's crazy. Uh, that, yeah, that was, actually, ben, hold on. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be back. That was Mason Rudolph last week. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, how much better is Ben Roethlisberger? See, honestly, that that is actually a fair question. <laughs> change that shit up for me. You're going Chargers. Chargers? I'm going Chargers here. Respect it. Change it up for me. Respect it, Max. Mm-hmm. It will be a downfall. You know, I'm I'm feeling a big week for me. I'm 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 feeling it. Yeah. I like I I I feel good about all my picks. I'm feeling like twelve and two to be honest. Oh yeah, no. I, you're feeling twelve and two. I'm feeling twelve and two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no twelve and two boy. You want to know why I'm twelve and two? Because I'm taking the Giants, baby. Mm. Okay. Yo, I forgot about the Giants. Plus eleven and a half. Get out of town. I told dude. I didn't. Even, I don't even have this game written down. <laughs> well, that's a big game, bro. <laughs> yeah. You, wait. You just said Steelers Chargers are Monday Night Football. Yeah, that, they're Sunday night. Oh, I'm a dumbass. All right. So I goofed up. Uh, the Steelers and Chargers are not playing on Monday night. They play on Sunday night. The Cardinals and Seahawks don't play on Sunday night. They play at 4 o'clock. And the New York Giants are traveling down to Tampa Bay to play on Monday night football against the Buccaneers. Giants 3-6 and six coming off their bye. Buccaneers 6-3 and three coming off that embarrassing loss to Washington. Bucks are 10.5 point favorites here. And Luke, you were very confident in your pick, so I'll toss it over to you. Give me that Giants lock of the week, baby. Wow, lock of the week. Yep, but that's too much. That is too much. Saquon coming back. No, that's really it, actually. That's way too much. <laughs> it's Saquon coming back? That, 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 that's your reasoning? Yes. Okay. And the Bucks dog. Okay. Um, see, I, I, I another word, but I won't say because family show. So, so I disagree uh, with your reasoning, but I do agree with your pick. I do like Giants plus 10.5. If you guys remember last year, the Giants took the Bucks down to the wire on Monday Night Football in MetLife, and that was a really fun game. The Giants were able to cover the spread then. I think they'll do it now. It's Joe Judge, the former Patriots coach. He knows Brady well. He knows his tendencies, and I think he'll be able to cook up a pretty decent defensive game plan to keep the Bucks' offense, you know, not not totally neutralized, but slow him down a bit and allow the Giants to stay in it because the Bucks' defense has not been great in recent weeks, but. Their run defense is still the best in football. I don't think Saquon's going to be too big of a factor. It's going to be on Danny Dimes to make some throws. And I think, you know, I think, uh, I think he'll be able to do it. I think he'll be able to, be able to uh, handle it this week. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me, let me uh, think about uh, – so how did the Giants do last week? They, they were on by. Mm, the week before that. Let me, let me, they, let me check the history, bro. They beat the Raiders. Hmm. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me go. Let me go. Giants here. I think 11's a lot. Buccaneers are trash. Let's hit it. Max, you're gonna give me a lock of the week, bro. Lock of the week, Seahawks. That's your lock of the week. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> let me just rethink this. I mean, my give me that low, Max. That low was the Seahawks. Honestly, my lock of the week would have been the Patriots, but I think my lock of the week has to now be um, the Eagles. Really? Yeah. Wow. Bold. Fly, Eagles, fly. Go, Bird. All right, now we're actually done with the picks. Now now I actually feel really good. You know, I'm feeling 13-1 and now. (laughs) It will be your downfall. (laughs) All right, Max, did you finish your, your top five list? I did. Cool. All right, moving on to the next segment. Last week we did top five quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. This week we're going to the other side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball where the dogs are. And we're doing top five linebackers, top five defensive ends, and top five cornerbacks. Which one Which one should we do first? Linebackers. Linebackers first? Yeah. All right, who would like to, who would like to go first? 
I could kick us off if you guys want. By all, Luke, by all means, go. All right. Let's start at number five. We got our boy CJ. Respectable. I, I had to put him in there. I had to put him in there. He's like one of my favorite players in, in the NFL. I had to put him in there. At number four, playing out of his mind for his age, which I was actually looking at his stats before, and it's actually crazy how many tackles he has. He's like top ten for linebackers. Bobby Wags. Okay. Playing okay. absolutely out of his mind. Yes, sir. We got number three. He's not really having, I won't say a great year. He's having an okay year. But he, he's still one of the greatest middle linebackers in football, Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. And then we got another another dog outside linebacker playing out of his mind. He's got like 10 sacks or something. Oh, no, not 10. I won't say 10. Uh, it was like seven, I think. Roquan Smith of the Chicago Bears. Roquan Smith, is a, he's a stud. Absolute beast. Although he does tend to line up on the wrong side of the ball sometimes. <laughs> And then at number one, I, I wasn't sure where to where, like where we were gonna put him because they're positions, but I put TJ Watt at my number one. Uh, I have TJ Watt in my defensive ends list, but I'll, I I'll, also do. But uh, well, I'll, I'll, that's, that's all right. He, he, he plays outside linebacker. That's fair. That's a pretty decent list, but it's uh, sorry to break the news to you, it's wrong. It's um, <laughs> your opinion, buddy. Because okay. I have two guys on my list, or three guys on my list, you didn't even put on yours. So, Same. so I'm gonna I'm gonna go next, and uh, I'll, I'm gonna educate you a little bit. So coming in at number five, big boy Bobby Wags, still still one of the best linebackers in football, getting up there in age, but still a force in the middle of that Seattle defense and the, the leader and captain of the, of the defense of that team. So Bobby Wags, mostly out of respect, coming in at number five. At number four, I got Devin Bush down in Tampa Bay. Uh, Devin Bush was a first-round, like fifth overall pick in 2019, and has not looked back. Him and Levante David, who has been Isn't hurt. Devin White. Oh, Devin Bush plays for the plays for the Steelers. Hold on. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, just, uh, just, just, just imagine I said Devin White instead of Devin Bush those past couple times. But isn't isn't he's having a bad year? No, he's not. I mean, okay, I won't say bad, but he, he's not having the year he had last year. He's still a top five linebacker in football. I'll take him over over most of those guys you said. <laughs> you take him over Fred Warner? Well, I, I wouldn't go that far because Fred Warner's on my list. <laughs> anyway, not Devin Bush, Devin White, excuse me. Him and Levante David have been uh, the best linebacker tandem in football for the past couple years. And Levante David went down with injury early in the year, and White's been picking up the slack, so he's coming at number four. At number three, I got Darius Leonard, uh, linebacker for the Colts. He is another guy who is just uh, a, someone you can't like uh, take out of that Colts defense, or else they all collapse. He's he's the leader. He tells everyone where to line up, and he just he always seems to make a play whenever the Colts are playing. And whenever I flip that game on, or it comes on a red zone, he's punching the ball out. He's picking it off. He he's just a jack of all trades, can do it all. Number two, I got Fred Warner. As Luke said, one of the best young linebackers in football. He is—he he was fantastic those, in that playoff run for the 49ers a couple years ago. Obviously, their defense hasn't been as good since then, but he's still been consistent, still been first-team All-Bro. He's, uh, I, I'm hoping he comes over to the Jets at some point because he's got a pretty strong relationship with, uh, with Robert Sala. So, Coming in at number one, this might be a little, little bit of a hot take because he's, he's a li- little bit longer in the tooth, but... He is still having one of the one of the best defensive seasons in football right now, and no one talks about him. But De- Demario Davis, oh. linebacker for the Saints, and he has been everywhere for them. He was in, integral in that win over Tampa Bay a couple weeks ago. He makes tackles, doesn't miss a single one. He picks the ball off. He punches the ball out. He plays coverage. He plays the run. He, he does whatever you want. And the Saints defense has been playing out of their minds this year. And part of me, part of me thinks it's all thanks to Demario Davis. And the Jets never should have should have let, let him walk in free agency in 2017. One of the biggest mistakes they ever made. And Demario Davis is right now the best linebacker in all of football. I wouldn't say best, but I definitely should have put him on my list. He de- he definitely could have replaced CJ, maybe. But um. I got too much love for CJ to do that. See, I got, I got a lot of love for CJ as well, but I, I I couldn't in good conscience put him on the list with the Jets giving up 45 points three of the last four weeks. So it knocked him uh, knocked him down the, the the list a little bit. 
Don't remind me. All right, so my opinion. Um, <clears throat> so starting from five to one, I got Darius Leonard, number five. Nice. Um, Levante David, number Solid. Four. Solid pick. Okay. He injured, though. He is injured, but you know, I I, I still think his his stats. Um, well, I mean, last year, last, last year, year. Like best linebacker football. His stats that. last year are pretty good, and his his, his his injuries kind of fucking him up now. But I still think he's good. Um, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure when he comes back, he'll he'll get yeah. back get back to being a top five linebacker. Um, Eric Kendrick. Oh, uh, okay. I, I I did forget about Kendricks. And number two, Fred Warner. You know, Fred Warner's got. Uh, but number one, though, you know, I have to pay, you know, a tribute to Bobby Wagner, bro. <laughs> Big Bobby, Bobby Wags. You can't, you can't forget about the history. You can't forget about his mentality. You can't forget about his drive, bro. Um, <laughs> listen, Bobby Wagner, number one, until he retires. He's like the only guy left from that, like, like Legion of Boom Seattle yep. defense, isn't he? Yep. He yeah. has all that history. He's all, he is all, you know, he, he's seen some shit, bro. You know, you can't talk to them. <laughs> That's fair. All right, let's move on to top five defensive ends in football. Um, Max, why don't you kick this one off? All right, all right. So, you know, I'm a big fan of the Boses, right? So I got Nick Bosa, number five. Okay. Uh, Miles Garrett, number four. Okay. Whoa. Um, What do you mean, whoa? That's low. I mean, listen, top five out of all of them. I mean, listen, okay, listen to all the other I mean, listen, I got Joey Bosa above him. Joey Bosa is, 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 you know, he's he, he's solid. Yes. Um, and I just had, yeah. And then, I mean, I, I, I like, I just think Joey's a little bit better than Nick and um, and Miles Garrett. But I mean, so the, so the thing is, my top two, I can't really replace them because my not, uh, my number two is T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. My number one is Kyle Mack. Okay. Okay. Whoa, that's a hot take. Yeah, Khalil's getting getting a little older, but he is still one of the best edge rushers in football. I mean, if if the Bears had had, I mean, obviously he's done for the season now. But if the Bears actually had a good defense and they had multiple guys like like putting pressure on the offensive line, Khalil Khalil Mack would obviously be getting through. But right now he's like the only guy for the Bears defense. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm thinking more history. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more potential. Like you know, like if if they actually had a solid like uh, network around him. How good they would be doing, or how much they contribute to the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not doing too much this season, but that's just because you know he's, he's just on a shitty defense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right, Luke, go for it. All right, it's gonna be a bit of a hot take. Okay. <laughs> but at number five, we got John Franklin Myers, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's go. No, I'm kidding. Honorable mention to John Franklin Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have Kilo Mack at number five. Okay. And then um, we got the uh, the sole bright spot of that Raiders defense, Max Crosby at number four. Okay, respect. Okay, this is going to be um, – I-, I don't know how you're going to take this. I don't know how you guys are going to take this one. Number three, Brian Burns before Mac Jones distastefully destroyed wow. his ankle. Uh, number two, Miles Garrett. And number one, we got Big Joey Bosa. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I, I, I did forget about Brian Burns, but I don't think he would have cracked my top five. I, I, yeah, bro, de- he's, definitely, he's like, definitely he's top ten. He's, a, he's, he's like leading the league in tackles or some shit. I think right now. Uh, I don't know. Um, all right, so my my top five defensive ends at number five, we have the sack attack, formerly from the Silver and Black, Khalil Mack. You like that? Because mm. he used to play for the like Raiders. That yeah, that's nice. Coming at number five. Uh, then I have the Bosa boys. Nick at number four. Joey at number three. Just because Joey's a little bit older and has a bit more experience, I think he's a little bit better than Nick at this point. At number two, I got Miles Garrett. Uh, he's been an absolute stud ever since he came out from uh, Texas A&M. He's been uh, just a, an absolute beast of a man, and he just—he's—he's he's a freak of nature. He's like. Six, what is he like? Six, six, two fifty pounds, right? So built like, built like LeBron. Um, and then, and then number one is T.J. Watt. He, he's easily the best defensive end in football, uh, even though he's he's an outside linebacker technically. But uh, I don't think he's leading the league in sacks. But he definitely won't be. He is. He is. He is. Well, he definitely won't he's be because he's he's gonna be missing a few games. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, TJ Watt's just an unstoppable force, and he always finds a way to get to the quarterback. I think he had, I think he had three sacks the other night when they played the Bears, which is pretty impressive. And then he got hurt against the Lions, but he's still the best edge rusher in football. And there's no one else I'd rather have besides TJ Watt on my on my uh, edge rushing spot. Besides, besides maybe Carl Lawson. If you know, if Carl Lawson didn't didn't tear his hey. Achilles, I think he'd be top five. But he definitely he definitely be like my number three guy right now. Yeah. All right. So that was fun, linebackers and defensive ends. Now, this one was my personal favorite and I, I think my best list by far. And if you guys don't have the same one as me, then you're wrong because this one is – very controversial. This one, this one is in, incredible. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It's, a, it's like I, – it's, it's, it's perfect, okay? So starting at number five, my boy Marlo Humphrey for the Ravens. Uh, when, when Marcus Peters got hurt, uh, I think they've lost another corner. I can't remember his name at the moment, but Marlo, they've been asking him to do everything to cover tight ends, receivers, running backs, every anything you can think of the Ravens defense have been asking him to do. And he's 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 taken his lumps because he's the only one out there, but he's still one of the best in the league. And I had to put him at five because I, I just have a soft spot for Marlo. He's one of my guys. Um, coming at number four, I got Xavier Howard, who is just uh, a, a, the definition of a lockdown corner. You, you put him out, out there on an island one-on-one with any receiver in football, and more likely than not, he's going to lock him up. And he's been having a great season so far. He had a great season last year. I think he led the league in picks. But Xavier Howard at number four. At number three, even though he hasn't played in a while, Jair Alexander, same kind of thing. He's a lockdown kind of guy. You send him out one-on-one, that receiver's gone. Jair uh, is a stud. I, I hope he's able to come back for the Packers at some point this season. I really hope so because they're going to need him if they're going to be trying to win a Super Bowl here. At number two, I got J.C. Jackson, who is a fantastic cornerback for the Patriots. I think he was like a fifth-round pick, and he's developed into this stud. Replaced Stephon Gilmore in New England. They didn't skip a beat there, and he's he's been locking up everybody and picking off everything that's come his way this season. And at number one, how could you not have the GOAT Jalen Ramsey, who is the number one talker in football and the number one back-that-up talker in football? Because he, if, he, if he's chirping at you, you best know he's backing it up. And he's out there in L.A. right now trying to, try, trying to lead this Rams defense to, to a, a title run. And I think he is, hands down, the best cornerback in football right now. You missed a really, like, a really like, notable key corner. It's oh, not on your list. Who oh. was it? Yes, Tredavious White? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say something like that. Nah, that I, I, he would be number six probably, but I, I, he's, he's, he's been having a down year, low key. I, I, Marlowe's been having a down year. Yeah, but Marlowe's only having a down year, like I said, because he's the only like good cornerback the Ravens have, so he's just getting picked on. Who's the other Bills corner? I couldn't even tell you. Exactly. All right. I'll go next. I'll go next because my list is clearly the best. Oh, that's Cap. So number five, we've got James Bradbury. 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 Dingleberry. Bro, <laughs> man is locking shit down. No, he he was last year, not this year. He's trash this year. He's not trash this year, bro. He's not. Number four, Tre'Davious White. Absolute beast. You can't say he's not. He's an absolute beast. Number three, Xavier Howard. Number two, J.C. Jackson. And then number one, Jalen Ramsey. Okay. It's um, a, yeah, so, a pretty solid list. It's pretty solid. But Bradbury is better in coverage than Marlowe, so I don't know why you, you have nah, Marlowe. Bradbury's Bradbury. He, he was good last year. He's been he, he hasn't been very good this year, and and um, even Brian would tell you that as as a, the resident Giants fan. Yeah, Alright, so I'm gonna go with so from five to one, uh, Humphrey, number five, mm-hmm. um, and then Trayvon Diggs. This is one you guys. Bro, Diggs. No. no. You can't buy the so? interception hype, bro. Dude, I'm buying into it. Interceptions are key. They you are, but but he, he also he, so much over the yeah, top. Yeah, he he like he'll 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 get interceptions, but he'll also give up like 80 yard touchdowns. But how many? I mean, listen. I'm pretty but, sure he leads the league in like letting in re, letting receivers have yards. yards. I mean, maybe I just didn't see his low lights. Only his low lights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, okay. If, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just skip that. So then I'll go uh, Davius White. 
There you go. And then Jair Alexander, Jalen Ramsey. I think no Daisy Jackson. No. Well, I mean, okay, I guess I'll, I'll switch him with Trayvon Diggs. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, you know, I, I guess I guess that we were all pretty pretty similar in our lists, except for my, my linebacker list featured three guys that, that Luke didn't have and two guys that Max didn't have. But yeah, how did you how did you forget about Darius Leonard, bro? Because he's he's again. He is a beast. He had a beast of a year last year, but he's having a down year. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Nah. Well, go look at the tackle stats, bro. The ta- so bro, tackles, tackles, the tackles don't matter. Tackles aren't everything. Um, that's pretty. For, well, for for corners, <laughs> they're not everything. Else. I'm pretty sure if you don't tackle someone, they're gonna score. Okay, well, there's 11 guys who can get a tackle. It, it's not always about the guy who's playing yes, on he, the yes, ball. He definitely is the voice of that defense. Wait, who, wait, who, for wait, sure. which guy? Which Dar- Darius Leonard, he's the linebacker for oh, the Colts. He, yeah, he, he's my number five for linebacker. Yeah, Matt, uh, fucking uh, Luke didn't even have him on the list. I got to give love to him. Oh, Luke. oh, oh, a linebacker. And because I put, I put TJ at my number one linebacker because I, I didn't – because he, sometimes he drops back and plays actual linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that right. took up one of my spots. Yeah. If not, I totally would have re- replaced uh, – my boy uh, Brian Burns with TJ over there, and then maybe I would have put in Devin White actually. And honestly, I really wanted to put in Micah Parsons. Yeah, Micah Parsons, you could put anywhere though. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's playing like ta- D tackle now or some shit. He, he plays every position on the defensive line and linebacker. I don't know uh, how he does it, but he's crazy. I, I also had an honorable mention for corner Bryce Hall. Yeah, our, our very own Hall monitor. <laughs> Bryce the Hall monitor. He's he he's, he's playing pretty good. He's playing pretty good. I thought he was a TikToker, bro. Better than he was, he was last uh, year. No, he was a football player. He's a, he's he's the cornerback for the Jets, bro. Cornerback one. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today. This has been a breath of fresh Jets picks pod. Um, we'll be back again next week. I don't think we'll we'll do another top five list because we're out of out of stuff to do. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll do top five coaches in football or something like that. Okay. I don't know. That could be fun. All right. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, uh, guys, say goodbye. See you guys. Yep. Thanks for having me. Yep. You've been listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badweaver.